0: You're listening to the That's My Financial Guy podcast, where we talk about life, love, the funny, and of course money. What could go wrong?
1: Welcome to another episode of the That's My Financial Guy podcast. I'm your guest host, Kelly Haney, and I'm taking over the mic today to turn the tables on your financial guy and my husband, Brian Haney of the Haney Company. Today I get to interview Brian because this is an extra special episode. It's not only the 25th episode, it's also the one year anniversary of the show.
0: Super excited. Thank you for doing this. I am definitely nervous.
1: Don't be nervous. Why would you be nervous?
0: I have no idea.
1: (laughs) (laughs) well let's just go ahead and dive right in what do you say perfect let's let your audience get to know you for a change we're going to turn the tables on you with your favorite uh, fun four questions
0: all right let's hit them
1: okay if you could live anywhere in the world for a year where would you live and i guess that means where would we live
0: so i think this one's really easy for me to answer because of some recent circumstances, but it's good for me to give context. So growing up, um, I had always been interested in my family heritage, particularly uh, on, well, both my dad's side, but my mom's side more than anything else because my grandfather was native born in Ireland. So we always just took an interest in that and the stories about that and his family experience and all that stuff. Um, So fast forward to, Uh, literally this year, uh, I went about a year ago and applied for Irish citizenship to be a dual citizen in Ireland. Uh, And I found out literally right around St. Patrick's Day that uh, I received citizenship. So my level of interest in going over there uh, tripled at that point. So Ireland has remained the top of my uh, bucket list in terms of places I want to go visit. So Living there for a year and bringing my family with me—it sounds like a slam dunk.
1: Yeah, I, I'm on board. I think it would be, a, I think it would be a fun year.
0: It, there's, there's a lot of uh, castles, pubs, golfing, and everything else in between, and the people there are fantastic. So awesome.
1: Okay, uh, let's see. What food will you not eat under any circumstances? And I am very interested to hear this answer because I honestly don't know what you're, you're going to say because you, you pretty much will eat anything.
0: Well, so that's true. Uh, anything that you cook, I absolutely because you're an amazing cook and a very healthy one too. So I'm, it's like doubly fortunate that uh, we eat so well at our, at our house and so guilt-free given all the great ways that you cook things. Um, but I would have to say really any kind of insect I don't care how it's made crushed ground boiled dipped in chocolate if it was an insect before and now it's being offered to me it's not happening
1: so we're not gonna jump on board with the trend of baking with cricket powder is that what you're saying
0: I would highly recommend that we don't
1: okay it's high in protein
0: yeah, it's n- not not enough. Right, not well, enough to tip the scales.
1: I'm going to have to start rethinking your Father's Day present. <laughs> All right, number three. If you could have one superpower, what superpower do you wish you had?
0: This one also is still pretty easy. I've always wanted to fly since childhood. That just seems like a ton of fun. And even now as an adult, it not only seems fun, but practical, given the fact that in D.C. we have the worst traffic uh in the entire world in my opinion so yes you know no no problem flying around getting places easy and not not having to deal with that headache so
1: yeah again totally on board with that one (laughs) um okay well besides this one obviously what podcast (laughs) do you enjoy listening to the most
0: so I'm gonna borrow one that my brother recommended to me because both he and I love comedy uh, and just laughing and things that are fun. Um, so there's uh, a, a great one called "How Did This Get Made?" Um, where Jason Mantzoukas, uh June Diane Raphael, and um, Paul Scheer are the three uh, hosts, and they cover you know recent movies, old movies, B movies. Uh, some movies that were, that did okay in the box, box office, but, uh, they definitely tear through them and, uh, it's just a ton of fun, uh, their dialogue and their, you know, the way that they interact as hosts with one another. And then even the guests that they have, it's just hilarious. Um, and you know, whether you've even seen the movie or not, it, you can still listen to the episodes and enjoy them because, uh, it's just a good time.
1: This is is ringing a bell. It sounds like it's it's comparable to Mystery Science Theater of the late '90s.
0: Yeah, it's so it's similar vein in that they're you know most of the movies are not the best, um, but they're not watching the movie and making fun of it during the movie. They're just talking about it, so you don't don't have that kind of movie live replay component. But again, very similar, and you know just something that I think is hilarious. So really enjoy that
1: okay all all good answers how did that feel getting asked your own fun questions
0: well i always tell most of most of my guests that those are the four hardest questions so i i think i did pretty good um
1: should be smooth sailing from here
0: that's yeah that's the goal all
1: right (laughs) well let's let's get a little more serious um tell your audience a little bit about yourself and share with us a fun backstory that we likely haven't heard
0: Well, you know, uh, really in what I do professionally, I think I'm part teacher, part therapist because talking about money is usually uh, an education process as well as an emotional one. So um, it's always a lot of fun. But my backstory is definitely one that most people haven't heard of. So I really probably started out, um, you know, cutting my professional teeth, so to speak, as a paperboy for the Washington Post at the ripe old age of eight. And why that matters is it was actually an extremely formative experience for me because uh, it was something that just kind of, you know, as as probably a lot of eight-year-olds did in our generation. I, you know, asked my father across the breakfast table one morning, uh, hey, dad, can I have an allowance? And to this day, I don't remember how he told me no, but I just remember him not saying those coveted words. Sure. Why not? Um, and as he tells it today, you know, in his mind, it didn't make sense just to pay somebody for aging. And I guess I can kind of appreciate that since we have a daughter and I don't think that's where we're going with her. Um, but a couple weeks later, he shows me an advertisement in the paper that said, Hey, paper delivery boy wanted and said, Hey, you want to try, you know, earning some money doing this? And I said sure, and you know, did it for an entire eleven years, 365 days a year, 5 a.m. every single morning, 72 houses. Um, and so, why that even matters is, uh, you know, being able to do something like that um, under those kind of conditions. Because I would I would venture to guess, not the average eight year old, and frankly, the average adult doesn't want to get up at 5 a.m. every single day uh, for anything. And um, so just the ability to really uh, condition yourself to do something, and then the way my dad taught me, uh, just really how to, you know, be a professional. and He said, "If you're going to do anything, do it with excellence." And so, you know, realizing that you can find meaningful ways to care for people in, in big and small things. Delivering a paper is really nothing special, um, but the average experience that somebody has of receiving a paper, you know. Uh, is usually one of, you know, strolling out earlier than you'd like in a bathrobe, uh, trying to find where it might've been thrown. You know, if there was rain, is it wet and soaked and all this other stuff? It's usually not a good experience. So we really understood that we wanted to care for the people and, and make it a more dignified experience. So we brought every single paper up to the door and either put it inside your storm door, uh, or if your storm door was locked, we'd put it kind of under the mat. But either way, no matter what happened, no matter what the weather conditions were, your paper would be right there for you when you open the door in the morning. Um, and so that was, you know, again, that's kind of a, an extremely formative experience that I've had that, you know, I carry with me to this day. And uh, I'm also still fortunate to get a chance to work with my dad in a much different professional capacity now. Um, but, yeah, that's a, that's definitely a... The, the hero backstory that I'm sure most people would not have expected.
1: Well, you you can hear how it really shaped your work work ethic today. Um, you know, getting up early, being responsible, going the extra mile. The, those all sound familiar. Um, and well. and I can add another way that it <laughs> it definitely shaped you. I was
0: wondering if you're going to go there.
1: <laughs> you are to this very day, and I'm sure forevermore, an early bird. And, I am not exaggerating when I say that you get up hours—that's plural—before me. So it's definitely uh, helped you to get a head start on the day.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's a habit that has stuck, and uh, it serves me well. Yeah.
1: Well, I wish I wish I could be like that, but at the same time, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, look, I, I'm as much as it, it as it is nice to be able to get up and you know, get a jump on things. I absolutely value and appreciate sleep as well. So, uh, for those that get up at different times or, or, you know, evening people, whatever, uh, I appreciate that as well. So it's, uh, it's definitely not for everybody.
1: All right. Let's talk about the Haney company. Tell us a little bit about it and why, why do people choose to work with you?
0: Right, so the Haney Company is a full service, multi-lines financial agency, which means we do a little bit of everything. We do employee benefits, uh, we do property and casualty, we do retirement plans, uh, we do a lot of professional consulting, whether it's for business owners or associations, executives, planning, and then working with uh, you know families and individuals, doing individual insurance, wealth management, asset management, all kinds of stuff. We kind of you know want to be that one-stop shop, uh, one call to solve it all. So that's kind of our model, and it's been our approach. And I think people work with us because um, not only do we are we able to provide that comprehensive uh, wraparound service, uh, but we you know we the way that we work with our clients goes beyond just advice and facilitating you know an insurance policy or or doing financial planning engagement. Uh, I think we have a level of care uh, and understanding that we share, uh, because it's you know for us we really need to understand where you're coming from, what motivates you, what values you have, um, and know you more on a personal level and even in a professional context. So, you know, let's say if we're working with a business, we want to understand the business's story. What is the business trying to accomplish? What makes the business that we're working with great? Uh, what's a what represents a win to them? And so. I think we go beyond uh, just that professional engagement part, and, and you know, I think most of our clients would say that just the level of understanding and connection that we have really then serves us well when it turn, you know, when we turn around and have to sit there and, and you know help you with a with an insurance policy or employee benefits or you know do a retirement plan. So, our level of understanding and care is is probably second to none, and I think it's something we're very proud of.
1: Yeah, And of course, naturally, I'm a little biased here, but speaking objectively, I think that is something that is all but disappeared in society today where you are a one stop shop where you will, you will do it all people don't have to call this company for that and this company for that. And the other thing I think people really appreciate is you guys answer your own phones. I mean, this is this is a big deal for anyone who's ever been stuck in the endless loop of trying to press zero um, to get somebody on the phone. I, I think I think your clients really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, you know it, it matters that the company is named the Haney Company to us. It is a personal uh, practice experience and we take that very seriously. We think it's an, ex, you know, it, what we do is, is also in part an extension of who we are. And, and so just the level of care and engagement we want to have uh, is considerable. And, and, you know, it's important that we are known for that. You will still get the best level of advice, service. You're going to get all the right, you know, as an independent practice, we can pull all the right policies and products and financial instruments off the shelves like anybody else can. Uh, but I think just the way that we will walk with you uh understanding you, helping you uh, overcome challenges hurdles uh understanding the emotional hot buttons uh the way that you think the way that you learn i mean it, it's just really uh a, a unique experience and and one that I think uh we're very proud to be able to deliver
1: great well we we're hearing loud and clear you are definitely a bit of a jack of all trades that's that's obvious but we're, what would you say are the areas that you really specialize in? And this is you personally.
0: Yeah, so uh, you're right. Uh, when, when you run a practice like we do, uh, ultimately, I think all of us dip our hands in a little bit of everything. The things that I uh, specialize in, and, and frankly, I think I, I love the most, uh, are kind of twofold um, and, and probably touch one another. So, you know, I, I really love uh, the retirement planning portion uh, and really kind of the comprehensive, I would say, you know, wealth financial planning piece. So at, at the highest level, that's probably I'd start there. But but really looking at retirement itself, it's just something that fascinates me um, personally, professionally, because it, it, it's a convergence of a lot of things. It's not just about uh, you know, saving and, and you know, having the right amount of money and, and putting, the, you know, your money in an IRA 401k, or 401k whatever. It's not about that. It's, it's actually starts with, uh, you know, a mindset. There's uh, psychological preparation involved. There's uh, family and relational components and considerations to it as well. And then lastly, there are significant financial considerations. So the convergence of all of those three things and the fact that for each person we're solving this unique equation you know what retirement looks like for me and you know even for you it's it can be very different uh hopefully uh, i get to still be a part of your retirement but um but i mean that's true for for you know pretty much everybody and so that's the fun part is that it's a new case it's a new equation to solve each time And I really enjoy just kind of taking that journey with someone um, and, you know, solving that equation and then uh, making something that is often intangible seem more tangible. You know, retirement for the average person that's not ready, like that's not right on the door, you know, that's not five years or three years away from it. it's, It's a very nebulous concept. It's not something that we think a lot about. It's probably not something that takes up a lot of headspace. So being able to then actually... Make something that you don't think about become actually something that you know is almost as real as the vacation you're planning six months from now. That's a pretty cool experience. So, um, I, I you know I thoroughly enjoy that uh, among the many things I get a chance to do.
1: Okay, well, as we mentioned in the intro, today is a celebration for a few reasons. We have your 25th episode, this very episode, Uh, but you also recently accomplished a pretty major business feat. Please tell us about that.
0: Yeah, so uh, the silver lining of this uh, pandemic we've been going through is that uh, I was able to find enough margin of time to finish what has been a two-plus-year-long project of writing my first book, and so it was published... June 1st. It's out on Amazon. The book is called The Retirement Income Pyramid. Uh, And it's, you know, it is everybody's handy dandy retirement preparation uh, book. You you need it. If you want to understand how to pay yourself in retirement, then this is the book for you. Um, So it's been a big labor of love and something I could not be more excited about uh, accomplishing and Having it as a, as a resource for, for clients and, frankly, for the market at large, because I, I hope there's a lot of people that will get a chance to read it, uh, find value and, and, and get, you know, help from it who may never end up being clients of mine. Uh, and that was kind of the whole heart behind it anyway, is to, you know, be able to do something for, uh, you know, really the public at large that can live on beyond our practice. Um, you know, I, I, I know as much as I would love to say we can help everybody, we just don't have that kind of capacity and, and it's not realistic to think that way. So, you know, I've always wanted to, to find additional ways to provide value, uh, help educate, um, you know, whether somebody ends up working with me or not. So this is just a, it, it's a momentous accomplishment that I am just very, very proud to, to have uh, completed.
1: Well, I can attest as one of your very first readers, if not your first reader, perhaps, um, it's it's clear and concise, and it's going to be a big help to anyone who's confused about preparing for retirement, which, I mean, really, who's not, right? I mean, I have to admit right now to you that even though I am married to my financial guy, <laughs> <laughs> I learned an awful lot, stuff that you would think I would have known being Mrs. Financial Guy, but I didn't, so I, I really... I appreciated it cuz it gave me a lot of clarity on um thinking a little further down the road for us but even what we need to do to prepare now.
0: Well, uh hopefully I think you got a pretty decent advisor though.
1: <laughs> I really do.
0: Um no, but you're right. You you were not only were you the the first reader but you were my editor in chief uh and I and I I cannot thank you enough for the work that you did to actually turn it uh from you know labor of love into a a much more digestible readable book uh your editorial help was was so huge so thank you for that and uh yeah you you helped put it all together and uh, the finished product is something i'm i'm extremely proud of and hopefully something you're proud of too
1: i am very proud of the book and i'm very proud of you and you're very welcome Okay. Why did you want to write a book in the first place? I mean, you're a financial guy, right?
0: Yeah, um, I am (laughs) definitely a financial guy, Uh, sometimes who masquerades as a podcaster. Um, But no, so, you know, some, a lot of people do know this about me. I actually uh, graduated college with a degree in journalism, and so at least... Where I was in my life coming out of college, I had aspirations of being, you know, a sports broadcaster, the next Tony Kornheiser or something like that. Um, And, you know, in in very early trying to to venture into that industry, had my hopes dashed uh, fairly quickly and I'm very glad I was able to navigate immediately into the financial services arena. And so, um, you know, I, I obviously love doing what I do. But I've always kind of had that connection to communicating. Uh, And and like I was saying earlier, you know, being able to uh, provide more value than I will ever be able to do through professional engagements. You know, I, 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 you know, I'll never be able to likely reach, you know, 10,000 people and have some kind of a professional relationship with them because that to me just sounds uh, impossible and exhausting. So, but if i have a published book that you know tens of thousands of people can get access to or read online uh then maybe i can at least help the general public and so that's really you know my heart is is you know to to give back uh and you know to equip and engage and educate as many people as possible and so this seemed to me from you know even very early in my career like something you know i would hope to be able to accomplish and and now you know, 16 years later, being able to say it, it, I, I did finally accomplish it is uh, is pretty exciting. So, look forward to see you know how far it goes. Um, I'm already planning the second edition. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, take a little bit of time to enjoy the first. I, I think I will. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> take take a little break. Uh, why should someone read this book? And we've kind of covered this already, but hit us with your 30 second elevator pitch.
0: So it's very simple. Retirement is not about assets. It's all about income. And what the book is uniquely designed to do is help you understand how to create your own retirement paycheck. See, um, you know, when you think about what retiring is, and frankly, what most of us are used to, we're used to a lifestyle that comes through our employment relationship, whether we're a W2 employee or even if we're a business owner that runs our own business, um, you know, we don't think enough about how that employment dynamic really then sets us up for you know, all the things that we just do. And then when that's no longer the case, uh, you know, that's a significant shift. It's a, it's a mental shift it's an emotional shift and it's absolutely a financial shift, but the thread that's common between both when I was working and now when I'm no longer working is still how do I substantiate a paycheck? So that way I can live the way I want to live and enjoy the life that I've been trying to, uh, you know, build up and save for, for, for many, many years. And so the focus on the book is income and really not saying, you know, this ways better or worse but just telling everyone these are the various ways you can go about creating it and the pros and cons of every option because um i think that that's really something i found a lot of people didn't get the benefit of even some people working with financial professionals is that um you know they there can be times when whether you're you're out there googling something or even working with a particular consultant or advisor, um, they might lead you to one thing because they're very passionate and they feel very strongly that you know this type of investment strategy or platform or vehicle is really the answer. Um, and that may still be the case, but I think a lot of times if you only go to one place and you don't know all the other ways that you can do something, then you might be missing something that could be important. So. I want to lay all the, the options out on the table so that way you can at least see what your options are and then feel empowered to make an informed decision about what direction you go.
1: Well, that was way more than 30 seconds.
0: <laughs> that was, yeah, but...
1: So it better be a long elevator ride, <laughs> but it was good stuff, so I'll forgive you. Uh, but let's, let's break it down even further. And this one, for real, just hit it. Hit us with it. One main message you want to communicate to your audience about retirement. Uh,
0: You won't retire successfully until you really solve the income equation. And so putting that puzzle together for yourself and creating a strategy of income substantiation, that's the key. Uh, That's the difference between Uh, a really great retirement and one where you're stressed and you struggle. Um,
1: Good. Okay. With your current clients who are approaching retirement age, what gaps or deficiencies are you seeing out there that people can be aware of?
0: Yeah, I mean, I will say um, the statistics tell us that Unfortunately, a lot of us are probably under-saving. We're not putting away enough. And then, um, but, you know, rather than kind of, you know, saying that um, you need to start saving more, I think really uh, the, the biggest gap that I find is that we don't define our target well, if at all. And what I simply mean by that is, you know, We're kind of all taught to and and you're almost pre-programmed to think, you know, I put as much away as I possibly can in my 401k or my IRA. I max stuff out. I do all this stuff. But really, the focus is really on just this this savings approach that, you know, that doesn't necessarily lead you anywhere other than, well, you know, did I did I save up enough uh, and did I get to this kind of pot of money at the end? And like I said earlier, retirement is not about assets, it's about income. So the gap is really not effectively targeting what that income number is, because once you know it, once you can quantify it effectively, put an age to it, put an amount to it, figure out how long you're going to need to make that last and where all those, and then where's the money going to come from, then you can more effectively back into a strategy for what you need to be doing today to get there. So if there was one thing I would love for everybody listening to this to to really try to think about and grasp and wrestle with, it's do I have a good idea as to what my target is? Even if it seems really far away, even if I'm in my 20s or, or 30s and I'm early into my professional career and the idea of retiring is, you know, like going to the moon, right? It just, it doesn't seem near. It doesn't make sense. You can still find a way to target something. So at least what you do in your savings approach is a lot more strategic and, and sets you up, you know, a lot better for future success than not knowing it at all.
1: And that's something really important. I think we should point out that the book is not just for people that are approaching retirement. It's really, I mean... Even in your 20s, I think it has a lot of valid information because we don't start planning when we're 60, right? We really should be beginning that when we get our first job right out of college in our early 20s.
0: No, you're right. I mean, yes, retirement planning begins, frankly, as soon as you start earning money. Um, You know, I'd love to say that, you know, back to my eight-year-old days, uh, because Frankly, uh, you know, my dad helped me save up a lot of the the paperboy money, which allowed me to walk out of college with very little student loan debt because I was able to pay for most of it myself, which was uh, pretty impressive. But as a good example, right, that was a strategy of saving money and, and planning. And that was intentional, you know, based on what I might be doing by the time I was 18. So over 11 years, I did something and then I was able to accomplish a financial goal retirement should be no different and yet you know there's a lot of things that vie for your attention and um, it's important to to you know triage your financial priorities because it's usually not just one thing that we're trying to accomplish you know we're, we're saving for retirement maybe saving for our house maybe saving for our kids education and it all happens at the same time uh, and we don't have an unlimited amount of money to kind of throw at these things so um, that's, you know, the other part of the, the equation, right? Making sure that you know how to plan and prepare and target correctly, but then also working within your means to create a systematized way to do things and not do them to the detriment of other things that are equally important financially. It's a, it's, it's a juggling act and I guess that's why I have a job because <laughs> a lot of times people need some help with that.
1: All right, so give us the name of the book again
0: the Retirement Income Pyramid.
1: And it is available on Amazon.
0: Amazon, best place to order it. Um, Get your hard copy or you can get a Kindle version, uh, whichever way you would like to read it. Uh, It's available on both. Usually ships pretty quickly. I just got our our first bulk order uh, a few days ago. So, yep.
1: Awesome. So for those of us still stuck at home which is really most of us still. Here's your next quarantine book to read.
0: And the good news is it's it's not uh you know a multi volume uh war and peace. Uh it's 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 something I think you can probably crush in in, in a few days and be uh, happier and better for it.
1: I totally agree. So as we wrap up, this is your chance to give any shout-outs of your own before you come back to this side of the mic in your next episode.
0: So I, I definitely want to give a shout-out to the Haney Company team, uh, my, my father and brother, who, uh, you know, the three of us kind of um, it's, – it's very interesting being uh, professional peers with – Uh, Your brother and your dad at this stage of life—it's a ton of fun. Uh, I think we've grown closer in some pretty awesome ways through this. That you know, if we weren't working together, we might have have missed out on. So, um, and they're just incredible to work with. They're so smart. Uh, Their areas of specialties are unique. Uh, And so, what my dad is—is really expertise in and good at is very different from mine and and also very different from my brother. So uh, we've got a powerful team, but we all complement each other really well. Uh, And our newest non-Haney member uh, of the core team, Chris Mills, who's got his own specialty uh, that's been really uh, important and helpful. And then uh, we've got some amazing supporting cast in our strategic partners that support all of our lines of business. Uh, so we've got a great uh, P&C team that we work with. We've got uh, uh, some incredible employee benefits uh, teammates and, and wealth management uh, and insurance teammates. So um, we're just really fortunate that uh, we can deliver at such a high level uh, with, with such a nimble and strategic platform and an audience. Uh, we do a lot. Uh, and we have a lot of capabilities Uh, and so it's 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 great to go into work every day with with that kind of atmosphere Uh, but i think the most important shout out is definitely to you because you've uh walked me through all of this professional journey and you've just always been so supportive and and encouraging and uh you also you know called it like it is so you, you kept me in check and made sure uh you know the head didn't get too big and also uh kept me on the right track when it was hard for me to figure out you know how to navigate a successful practice um but it's just been great being able to to walk this journey with you and and you know with our family together and and it's been a lot of fun so uh hopefully you're on board for the next 16 years or so
1: <laughs> Those those are my plans <laughs> well as we wrap up here, how can people get in touch with you?
0: So the easiest way, definitely come to our, our website, www.thehaneycompany.com. You can find all of us, uh, reach out to any of us and just understand a lot more about the intricacies of our practice. Uh, you can certainly find us on Twitter as well, at The Haney Company. Uh, and you can definitely look me up on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm very accessible. And... Uh, would definitely welcome a chance to connect with you and and grow and help you out. So uh, any any of those digital ways uh, are are probably the best way.
1: Great. Well, thank you for letting me take over your podcast today. This was a lot of fun.
0: It was, and and now my nervousness is at its height because uh, I'm I'm concerned you were probably a better host than I've been. So uh, hopefully hopefully the audience won't mind us switching back though.
1: I don't think they will, but who knows? I may. I may show up again sometime.
0: Let's hope, for sure. Thanks for listening to this month's episode of the That's My Financial Guy podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us online at thehaneycompany.com or on Twitter at The Haney Company. The information provided in this podcast is not intended as specific tax or legal advice and may not be relied upon for purposes of avoiding any federal tax penalties. The Haney Company, its employees and representatives are not authorized to give tax or legal advice. Individuals are encouraged to seek advice from their own tax or legal counsel. Individuals involved in the estate planning process should work with an estate planning team, including their own personal, legal, or tax counsel. The information provided here does not constitute personal financial advice, but is meant as the conveyance of information for educational purposes only. All investing involves risk, including the risk of loss. Past performance is not indicatory of future returns. Guarantees are backed by the claims paying ability of the insurer. Brian Haney is a registered representative of Coastal Equities Incorporated and an investment advisory representative of Coastal Investment Advisors Incorporated. Investment advisory services are offered through Coastal Investment Advisors Incorporated and securities are offered through Coastal Equities Incorporated, member FINRACIPIC.